0: Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, I don't know what happened to Common Courtesy. I believe it died a grisly death round about, ooh, 10 years ago. And what we have left is just people behaving badly. That and, especially with all the Harvey Weinstein shit going on lately, it really does hammer home those times where you've just seen guys acting like, yeah, there are no penalties for him to act that way to chicks. Now I'll get to why that is an issue in a minute, but at some point, don't we have to be responsible for our behavior to someone? I mean, once you're old enough to be out of your parents' house, yeah, you're no longer living under that, hey, my house, my rules type thing, but you should still have, you know, don't embarrass the family type situation. That, and quite honestly, shitty pickup lines never work on women. I mean, is there really a woman out there that has ever walked by a guy who was kneeling on a hot sidewalk and as she walks by, he goes, and she stops and it's like, oh, my name's Debbie, what's yours? No, it doesn't work that way. And if he gets a little too graphic, she's going to flip him off, Dumb, go fuck himself. So I guess what's the, the point? It's almost like wasted effort. But do you realize it's wasted effort? I mean, shouldn't it be something that occurs to you that, hey, this isn't got a shot in hell of working? So he can either be quiet or just go home and masturbate like he's going to anyway. But I just recently saw several people just standing around, saying things that the people walking by can't hear. And it's one of those things that's embarrassing to be... A man at that point. You know, it's never women acting this way. We like to say, oh, men and women are the same. No, they're not. Women have a much lower crudity factor than us. It's kind of like if you ever watch that show Steve Wilco and they're doing the lie detector test to figure out who the child molester is. It's never a woman. It is 100% of the time a man. It's like serial killers. Eh. Yeah, you're, occasionally you'll find a woman that's doing it or a a black gentleman that's doing it. But really your odds-on favorite for being a, a widespread serial killer, you know, middle-aged white guy. And I got to tell you, that's not a good demographic to be a member of, being a middle-aged white guy myself. I mean I'd much rather be – I don't know. Is it more comfortable to be a serial killer? Because at that point, would you really care what anybody else thought about you? I was about to say, oh, it'd be better to be the asshole making comments to women. But it's like, no, then you got to live with that. Because at some point, I think if you don't have that sociopath quality to you, it's going to bother you what people think about you. But I think we all know where we stand there. You know, you either give a shit or you don't give a shit. And the people that have always told me that they don't give a shit. Always give a lot of shit. You know, it's kind of like when you see somebody post on social media that uh, they hate drama. And if you go back over their posts, they are always, without fail, the ones that are just knee-deep in drama. So, with all that odd discussion going on, we end up with today's episode... Nikki the Douchebag, the hitman on the bus, on today's Caffeinated Humor. You know, if you're looking for quiet, mind-your-own, low-crime neighborhoods, Hollywood and Vine in Los Angeles is the exact wrong place to be. Now, why I'm here is a long story, but why I'm waiting for a bus is a short story. Once upon a time, I made a stupid, stupid decision. The end. I decided to see if the bus and rail setup in Los Angeles would help me get out to Hollywood and Vine in a timely fashion. This would save a bit of cash, as I have to be out here a few times a week for the next few months. Now, I lived in Portland, Oregon for a few years, and say what you like about the soft-headed hippies of the Pacific Northwest. They know some public transit. You can get from anywhere in metropolitan Portland to anywhere else in metropolitan Portland in under an hour because the buses, the rails, they're all integrated. Not so Los Angeles. However, I am stuck here without a car. I'm looking at a solid hour and a half jaunt to get home. No bueno. So I began amusing myself with examining my fellow travelers. Nobody really stood out except for this guy with severe facial tics right up until the really pretty girl walked by. Early 20s, pretty, super long hair, kind of a slutty Playboy Bunny aura going to her. And then the sound of sloppy kissing noises filled the air. And there's a guy leaning up against the building, waiting like we all are, mid-50s, bad skin, black shoes, black jeans, black t-shirt, black hair, and hair slicked back and really, really greasy looking. And he has his hand to his mouth, making really rude noises. But the girl walks by, no more than a foot from him, staring straight ahead, totally ignoring him. Now, was there a shot in hell that was going to work? I mean, you tell me, ladies, is that method of pickup line kind of a serious panty dropper? Then she turned the corner, she's gone, and we're just left with the guy. Let's call him Nicky, mainly because the douchebag is just a description, it's not a name, but we all understand that that's implied. And Nikki, the douchebag is a sad substitute for the pretty girl. But at least he has some entertainment potential to somewhat make up for it. And almost like he could hear my thoughts, like a diva taking to the stage like Elvis entering the building, Nikki steps up and gets on his phone. Now what follows is his conversation with someone named Monique. And I usually I I use lists and I try to keep it to three because then it goes too long. People don't give a shit. But I'm going to break that rule today. And I'm just going to post the crap that went on because I got to convey the wonder that is Nikki the douchebag. Number one. I will kill that guy. I need the practice. Now evidently this is concerning a co-worker that got promoted over him. The death threats went on for 15 minutes. Discussions of stabbing him, shooting him, blowing him up, strangling him, and at one point, a very graphic threat to kill his cat and then beat him to death with the carcass. Number two, I love you. Now that went on for 10 minutes. And seriously, nothing else was said, just I love you, over and over again. Number three, this one was my favorite. Ronnie isn't gay Jamal isn't gay and I'm not gay that's all bullshit she's full of shit now I would love to find out the backstory to this one because he was very animated about it and he he had that total air of even I don't believe it completely to it you know like even even he can't believe his own lie number four I'm going to take you to breakfast tomorrow, and they have a jukebox that has a lot of wham on it. I'm going to sing you Last Christmas. I don't know about Ronnie or Jamal, but Nikki, the douchebag just outed himself as gay in a big way. This was followed by several attempts to sing the song, but he kept forgetting the words. Number five. I am drunk. No, really, I am drunk. I've been drinking all night. Now, he tried in vain for five minutes to convince Monique that he's drunk. Monique evidently listened to all of this horseshit coming over her phone and thinks he's sober? Number six, no, I'm not on the bus. I'm driving my brother's Mercedes. Now, come on. I even think Monique can hear the lie through the phone on this one. He's waiting for a bus, and you can hear the city around him. And finally, number seven, no, I didn't hang up on you. My battery keeps dying. Well, then the phone wouldn't work, dickhead. I will admit, Nicky made the whole crappy ride go a little faster. Especially since he was sitting with the guy who had severe facial tics. Now, putting the two of them together is kind of an epic thing. Kind of like a mutant Siegfried and Roy. And the only thing that made the bus ride home even decent? The coffee I got before I went to the bus stop because there's always time for coffee.